I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Taking out a knife, I'm Nick Ainelli. Calls for immediate action after a new report of the D.C. Housing Authority. I'm Ian Kramer. We'll recap the Terps game today and update you on playoff baseball in WTOP Sports. It's 9 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Abortion is violence. We will not be silent. Those women were in Boston, one of many cities where abortion rights activists have been rallying to try to get out the vote for next month's midterms. All of this is in the wake of the Supreme Court decision that led to tighter abortion restrictions in about two dozen states. Vice President Harris spoke about it at a roundtable in Austin, Texas. Our administration, the president and I, and so many of us, have been doing to characterize this moment as truly a health care crisis with global potentially global impact. The latest from the war in Ukraine has Russia claiming the traffic is flowing again across a bridge damaged by a truck bomb explosion. That bridge links Russia to Crimea. CBS's Charlie Daggett. The bridge and Crimea as a whole was thought to be beyond the reach and capability of Ukrainian forces. But the past two months has seen a series of attacks on Crimea and the Ukrainian government has repeatedly vowed to take the peninsula back. If you haven't gotten your flu shot, you might want to think about about it. Federal health officials say this season could be a tough one. Your CBS is Michael George. U.S. health experts are encouraging all Americans to get a flu vaccine. They expect this could be a highly infectious year. Also, for the first time, health officials are recommending people 65 and older receive a high-dose flu vaccine or adjuvanted flu vaccine. An adjuvant is added to the vaccine to create a stronger immune response. Here in Central Florida. Two, one, ignition. SpaceX has launched its third rocket in five days, this one carrying communication satellites for Intelsat. There's a new hurricane. Its name is Julia, and it's headed to Central America. National Hurricane Center Specialist Daniel Brown. We've had a couple of reconnaissance aircraft in the storm, uh, and they reported that the system now has maximum winds of 75 miles per hour. It's located in the southwest Caribbean Sea and is expected to make landfall along the coast of Nicaragua. Uh, overnight tonight. Major League Baseball has certainly put the wild into the wild card playoff round with two series now done. At one point, the Toronto Blue Jays led Seattle 8-1. to one. But The Mariners caught up and in the ninth inning with Adam Frazier at the plate. And he pulls that one into right field. That's going to be a hit and it's going to put the Mariners ahead. Rally around to score. End of second with a the call on ESPN. Seattle wins the series two games to none. Earlier, the Cleveland Guardians' Oscar Gonzalez hit a walk-off home run of the 15th, ending the longest postseason scoreless game ever. Cleveland sends Tampa Bay home for the winter. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. The on this Saturday night, October the 8th. We've got 46 degrees in the nation's capital, falling to the mid-40s tonight. Good evening, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. And I'm Dan Ronan. 
The top local stories we're following this hour. With the midterm elections now one month away, abortion rights demonstrators are marching in D.C. today and numerous other cities across the country. It's the latest event organized by the Women's March. Welcome to the Women's Wave. A political wave in the upcoming congressional election is the fervent hope of the Women's March. The march and rally is meant to boost Democratic candidates who support abortion rights. The rights of women just being lost. I mean, need to be able to continue to have the right to choose. I think anybody that's running for a re-election should have a hard stance on abortion being legal. Whatever the outcome of the midterms, it's certain that advocates of abortion rights will carry on their fight to restore Roe v. Wade. We will continue to fight until we are able to have our rights secured. On Capitol Hill, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. An accused killer in Loudoun County who was released by mistake has been found. 25-year-old Stone Lee Coburn was arrested Friday night in Georgia after being released Thursday. Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, expressed disappointment in the sheriff's office for his release, calling the move an error. Coburn's original murder charges had been dismissed. Attorneys worked to file a new charge for concealing a dead body. Speaking with NBC4, Biberai responded to Coburn's release. What went wrong is the uh, sheriff's office didn't abide by the court's order which said transport him to the jail and hold him so that he could answer to these charges. Pointing to the original charges, the sheriff's office let Coburn walk free, saying he was, quote, dismissed by the Commonwealth attorney. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Criminal charges are pending against a high school freshman in Frederick who stands accused of pulling a weapon during a fight at the school Friday. The 14-year-old girl who is not being identified because of her age is facing several charges, including assault, reckless endangerment, and having a dangerous weapon on school property. Frederick County sheriff's deputies say the girl got into a fight with another student in the cafeteria at Governor Thomas Johnson High School. They say during the fight, she took out a 10-inch knife and held it in a threatening manner. The school resource officer there, who is a sheriff's deputy, was able to intervene and take the knife away. The girl was then taken into custody. No one was injured. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. An investigation is underway after a driver struck and killed an elderly woman in Arlington County, and tonight we know her name. She's been identified as 85-year-old Gwendolyn Hayes of Arlington. Police say the crash happened at 9 o'clock this morning in the 5800 block of Little Falls Road at John Marshall Drive. They believe the driver turned left from John Marshall Drive onto Little Falls Road, hitting Hayes as she was crossing the roadway in the crosswalk. The driver did remain on the scene. It's the third fatal pedestrian crash in a two-block stretch of Little Falls Road over the last eight years. A D.C. councilwoman is promising legislation to reform the D.C. Housing Authority after a series of federal government reports finds that the agency is loaded with problems. The D.C. Housing Authority is completely dysfunctional, failing its residents and the city. That from Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman to the 72-page report that finds D.C.H.A. is not providing safe and usable housing, over and undercharging tenants, listing units as vacant that are actually occupied, and at risk of being in default on federal contracts, among a host of other findings. Silverman calls it a blistering indictment and a wake-up call for urgent and immediate action. The councilwoman says she will introduce reform legislation soon to make sure the lowest income residents have safe, high quality and secure housing. The Washington Post reports the housing authority has until November 30th to respond. A spokeswoman for the mayor says she will hold her comments until that response is into HUD. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, new charges tonight for a man who shot at police in Fairfax County. It's now 9.07. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that 
That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Steve Dresner in the traffic center. And we'll start off in Virginia. Southbound 395. Once you clear the 14th Street Bridge, as we're finding through where a camera, a bit of a delay before the Pentagon. Looks like we are dealing with crash activity blocking the left lane. And again, delays associated with this incident. No problems on the northbound side coming in from the Beltway all clear down to the 14th Street Bridge. We're backed up in the Fairfax area on the eastbound side of 66 after Nutley Street. The road we're currently set up has only a single left lane getting it by. We're in decent shape on the Beltway. Southbound 95 delays basically have cleared up over the Occoquan through Dale City. Wide open all the way down to the Fredericksburg area. No problems over on the northbound side. In the district, traffic moving a lot better both directions on the freeway. No issues on DC 295 or I-295. In Maryland, still a bit slow in both directions. On the BW Parkway, no incidents were reported. Unfortunately, a bit of a volume delay between the Beltway heading north up to 197. All clear on the Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. 95 looks good between the two beltways and traffic moving nicely on 270 and on Route 50. At the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, two lanes heading eastbound, three going westbound, all clear on Route 301 and at the Nysmack Middleton Bridge. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4, here's Samara Theodore. Tonight, temperatures fall into the low 40s, mostly clear tonight and chilly. We are cool for your Sunday. Plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 60s. So even though the cold air is setting up shop, we should be in for uh, warming conditions through the week ahead. Note, though, we have a frost advisory for those living west of D.C. going into effect. For your Monday, Indigenous People Day, high temperatures will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. It's cooling off here in the D.C. area right now. 41 in Rockville, 45 in Ashburn, 44 in District Heights. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. A dozen charges have now been filed against a man who's accused of firing shots at police and leading officers on 
on a chase through Arlington and Fairfax counties. The charges against 27-year-old Ricardo Singleton of Arlington include attempted malicious wounding on a law enforcement officer, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony, and felony reckless discharge. The situation began in the morning after Arlington County Sheriff's deputies saw Singleton in his car holding a gun. Singleton is accused of firing at police twice, once while driving in Arlington and again after running from his crashed car in Falls Church. No officers were hurt. During the second shooting, a Fairfax County police officer returned fire, but Singleton was not hit. Per standard policy, the officer has been placed on restricted duty status until investigations are done. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Montgomery County police are investigating a shooting Friday night just after 9 p.m. in the 12900 block of Twinbrook Parkway. Police say they responded to a report of shots fired, finding a man holding a handgun with an extended magazine by his side. He pointed the weapon at police, according to authorities, and was getting as the officer was getting out of his cruiser. The man ordered to get on the ground, but instead he dropped the gun and fled. Police later found shell casings at the scene. Anyone with information is asked to give the Montgomery County Police Department a telephone call. Walk in their shoes. It's the title of a public education campaign on domestic violence in Montgomery County. Last year, 58 people in Maryland died as the result of domestic violence. Five were Montgomery County residents. Five more have died in Montgomery County this year. I want zero. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy joined advocates and survivors like Cheryl Kravitz to talk about displays appearing in the Walk in Their Shoes campaign that will be popping up in libraries and rec centers across the county. Kravitz says awareness is critical. I can honestly say to you that I would not be alive today if someone hadn't cared enough to help. Montgomery County's Family Justice Center provides a range of free services for anyone dealing with domestic violence. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and Frank Hanrahan has the latest on college football sports coming up next on WTOP, now 913. Here's Steve Cohn, Chief of Communications, Marketing, and Philanthropy for Capital Caring Health on the discussion, Two Weeks is Too Short and Tragic, sponsored by Capital Caring Health. Hospice care started in the United States with Capital Caring 45 years ago. The original legislation, which created the hospice movement, called for and still does six months of care is optimal. And despite the fact that that is how the folks that put hospice care together decided this would be best for the patient and the family and everyone involved. All these years later, we have not been able to get folks living in the United States to understand that they should not wait to the last minute to put a loved one in the hospice care. For more on the discussion, two weeks is too short and tragic, visit WTOP.com and search Capital Caring Health. And for more information on why the best hospice benefits come from longer care, visit CapitalCaring.org slash two weeks. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of prepping for the holidays. Get your house ready for the invasion of the relatives. The power of reliability. From a customized project plan to getting the job done on time, you can count on Certipro to come through with expertly painted colors. Contact your local Certipro painters today and get the power of pro. Get started at Certipro.com. Each Certipro painter's business is independently owned and operated. 
The bivalent booster is here and now available to Marylanders 12 and older who received their primary vaccine series or last booster at least two months ago. This bivalent booster provides defense against severe illness from COVID with added protection against Omicron variants, which account for more than 90% of COVID cases in Maryland. With colder weather approaching and activities moving indoors, it is more important than ever to stay protected and COVID ready. For the best protection against serious illness from COVID, go boost a message from the Maryland Department of Health. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 915, the update now. Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football was uh, in a really tight one with uh, Purdue. Had a chance to tie things up. Two-point conversion was ruled uh, no good because of a illegal man downfield. Had to do it again. It failed. Tough loss for Maryland, 31-29. Falling to Purdue at College Park. Coach Mike Loxley of the Terps. Oh, because we let one slip away here at home. And again, I got to credit our crowd showed up for us today. They played a major role and, you know, we didn't get it done. But I can tell you that there's a lot of football left to play. Terps are now four and two. They're at Indiana next week. Hoosiers lost to number four, Michigan, 31-10. Virginia drops to uh, Louisville, 34-17. Mids of Navy wallop Tulsa, 53-21. Virginia Tech drops 45-29 at Pittsburgh. Bowie State was a winner beating Virginia State, 41-14. Wild card, wild day again. Baseball playoffs. Seattle comes from 8-1 down to beat Toronto 10-9 and win that series. Seattle faces now Houston in the ALDS. Oscar Gonzalez, a walk-off homer, bottom of the 15th inning. Cleveland finally scores a run. One zip went over Tampa Bay and wins that series 2-zip. Right now, Mets and San Diego tied up 1-1. And the bottom of the fourth from New York. Mets have got to win or else their season is over. Capitals on the ice right now and about uh, 10 minutes left in regulation. Third period, 3-3. Caps tied with the Blue Jackets. Alexander Ovechkin, a couple goals in this preseason finale for the Capitals. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. President Biden's warnings that the world is at risk for nuclear Armageddon are being clarified by the White House, saying no one should underestimate the extraordinary danger if Russia were to fire nuclear weapons into Ukraine. The National Women's March in D.C. today, one month before the midterm elections, that will determine control of Congress, organizers focusing on the right for reproductive rights. South and North Korea, South Korea and Japan are reporting that North Korea has fired a ballistic missile towards its eastern waters. It's the latest in a barrage of weapons tests in recent days. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff says the launch was made early Sunday but gave no further details. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Now 918. Traffic and weather together. Here's Steve Dresler in the traffic center. In Virginia, updating our delays. Southbound 395 express lanes coming off the 14th Street Bridge right at the ramp to go to the 395 main line right by the Pentagon. We're dealing with one broken down blocking the left lane causing a bit of a delay once again. And staying in Virginia, we're backed up on the eastbound side of 66. The road work is set up after Nutley Street. Single left lane gets you by again with delays. Traffic still moving a bit slowly. Southbound 95, Dale City down to Dumfries. South of Dumfries, it opens up nicely down to the Fredericksburg area.
In the district, we're doing okay on the freeway. No problems on DC 295 or I-295 and over in Maryland. No problems whatsoever on the Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. Delays have basically gone away on the BW Parkway. A much better ride between the two Beltways. We're in good shape on 95 and 270. No problems currently on Route 50. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4, let's check in with Samara Theodore. With all this cold air, it's only right we get a frost advisory for those living west of D.C. You can expect that. Tomorrow, highs will be in the low 60s, mostly sunny for everyone. And then we've got our holiday, Monday, Indigenous People Day. High temperatures will be in the upper 60s, near 70. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday. High temperatures will peak in the low 70s. Wednesday, Highs around 72, 73 degrees and mostly sunny skies. So we are warming by midweek. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Cooling down tonight, 44 in Manassas, 53 Metro Center, 43 in Frederick. The weather brought to you by Lend the Plumber, trusted day, same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, why a top election official in Prince William County is quitting. It's 920. With so many uncertainties, you need sound advice and disciplined strategies to help you navigate through these challenging times. Award-winning private wealth advisor Kim Liu Tu has over 25 years of experience and has helped clients reach their financial goals. Her comprehensive financial planning covers everything from investment management to estate, insurance, and tax planning. Kim's specialty is developing retirement income strategies to help insulate from market volatility. At Generations Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial, our mission is as simple as the ABCs. We advocate for clients, create balance with your current and future needs, all while providing more confidence in your decision-making. Call Kim Liu Tu today at at 703-766-2025, extension 111. That's 703-766-2025, extension 111. Visit gwmfinancialplanners.com to learn more today. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Ameriprise Financial Inc. and its affiliates do not offer tax or legal advice. Consumers should consult their tax advisor or attorney regarding their specific situation. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Are you tired of paying more and getting less? Well, if you're looking to lose weight and get healthy, my friends at Copair want to help you reach those goals and are willing to do it for less. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. For a limited time, you can jumpstart your weight loss at Copair with 30% off the regular investment. That's because they're so confident they can help you. I mean, who doesn't want to lose up to 15 pounds in four weeks? Plus, not only will you lose, you'll learn. Copair taught me how to not only lose the weight, but keep it off, all thanks to my personal health coach. The support she offers keeps me on the right track, and even better, once you reach your goal, you'll have free support from your coach forever. There's no better place to invest your money than in your health. Start now with this outstanding offer, their fall-off offer. It's a limited-time four-week introductory offer to jumpstart your weight loss for just $7.99. That's 30% off. Call 855-888-0180 to get started, or go to COPA. Health.com. This is WTOP News. 922, a top election official in Prince William County is quitting. He says he's tired of the stress of the job, mostly, he says, brought on by local Republican leaders. The registrar, Eric Olson, will leave the job at the end of the year. He says a GOP leader 
made phone calls to election officers suggesting they would be getting different Election Day assignments than the ones that Olson himself had announced in an interview with Inside Nova. The Prince William County GOP chair, Denny Doherty, says he's simply asking the county to honor the political party's rights to pick their own representatives instead of having to accept those handed out by the registrar's office. The elections official also received a letter from a lawyer from the local GOP threatening a lawsuit if Republicans did not get more representation in the higher-ranking election chief and assistant chief positions. The director of Montgomery County's planning board has been dismissed. A statement from the board does not say why Gwen Wright is being replaced. This comes weeks after planning board chair Casey Anderson was reprimanded for keeping alcohol in his office. Board members Bartop Verma and Carol Rubin were also docked one day's pay for sharing a drink with Anderson on the job. Keep an eye on your mailbox. The ballots are being mailed out this week across D.C. as voters will choose the candidates for a number of major races, including mayor and two at-large city council seats. Proactively mailing ballots out is something that started in D.C. when the pandemic began. Those changes were very popular then and very convenient for voters, and that's why we've still been using those same approaches for voters to cast their ballots. And this week, more than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one going to every registered voter in the city. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections says you can mail the ballot back or put it in a drop box. Drop boxes will be opening on October 14th. And if you want to vote in person, early in-person voting in D.C. starts on October 31st. Nick Heinelli, WTOP News. Hoping to boost safety for people walking, biking, and scooting, the D.C. Council has voted to stop drivers from making right turns at red lights at most intersections. The council passed and sent to Mayor Muriel Bowser the bill that would largely end right on red in D.C. starting in January 2025. Ward 3 Council Member Mary Che, chair of the Transportation Committee, says when DDOT looked at intersections that prohibit right on red, it found more safety. There were far fewer conflicts between cars and people, more cars yielding for pedestrians, and generally safer conditions. The bill does something else supporters say will improve safety, allowing bicyclists and scooter riders to keep up their momentum and go through stop signs and red lights when it's safe to do so. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. After two relatively light flu seasons, health officials say they're concerned about what we could be seeing this winter. CBS News correspondent Michael George has more. U.S. health experts are encouraging all Americans to get a flu vaccine. They expect this could be a highly infectious year. Also, for the first time, health officials are recommending people 65 and older receive a high-dose flu vaccine or adjuvanted flu vaccine. An adjuvant is added to the vaccine to create a strong immune response. Health officials are also urging people not to wait until the last minute to get their flu shot. Money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Some employees, including those in the sitcom The Office, dread work meetings. With our employees, clients. Kill me. Hey, all right. Obviously, we all want to die, but we have to get through this. Bloomberg reporter Matthew Boyle says such gatherings could also cost companies a lot of money. When you take a look at the number of hours spent in unnecessary meetings, and works out to about $25,000 per employee annually and projects out to about $100 million a year for a big organization with 5,000 or more people. Boyle adds that employees spend an average of 18 hours a week in meetings and are not always paying attention. How many meetings do you go into it? 
say, oh, my God, why am I in this meeting? I'm not getting anything out of it. I'm going to spend the time multitasking. A survey found employees decline only 14 percent of meeting invites they get, even though they'd prefer to back out of almost one third of them. Experts say no one wants to offend the meeting organizer by skipping it, so they go anyway. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the White House is refining President Biden's Armageddon comments. Now looking at 926. Choosing the right Medicare plan can be hard. So here's an easy first step. Talk to a United Healthcare Medicare plan expert. There's one right here in D.C. and Maryland. They can help you find a plan that fits your needs and one that fits your budget. Take the easy first step. Call your United 